And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's another glorious Saturday evening right here in Alabama. And that means you're listening to Two Beards Talk, and I am Daniel Sanders. And I need to borrow your fucking lighter. <laughs> I'm also my Lassiter. That, that counts as an AKA. I told you you weren't going to get me. <laughs> Still need to borrow your lighter. <laughs> that fact did not change. Oh, like we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything you're doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Man, why can't this be Joe Rogan's podcast? Because <laughs> this would totally be weed right now and not a cigarette. And that would be a big ass blunt, too. Yeah, what? <laughs> Joe, if you're listening, like, hook us up. Just let me hang out. I I won't even talk. I'll just smoke. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'll just, like, get stoned as fuck and listen to you talk to who the fuck ever you're talking to and and you know we will pay our own way to get there and i, I might occasionally chime in with a f- f- yeah <laughs> you know just you know like if they get like bitchy or something i'll be like just because you're right we say that like joe rogan is listening to our show <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> i mean stranger things have happened well, there was a couple one time that sent a wedding invitation to the queen of england and she fucking showed up they sent it as a joke so i mean stranger things have happened i mean if you're the queen of england and you receive a wedding invitation you don't not go i feel like the queen of england's received like hundreds of wedding invitations she just randomly picked one Uh, you know i honestly gotta say i don't think she ever received that many I think most people were probably like, no, she's the Queen of England. She wouldn't attend our wedding. I'm not entirely sure it was a British couple. I think it was Irish or Scottish? No, it may have been an American couple. I don't know. I mean, whoever. I don't think there's too many people out there going, you know, I don't think the Queen's that busy. Let's just go ahead and send her an invitation. Could you imagine the wedding gift they got? Do you honestly think the Queen got them a wedding gift? You go to a wedding, you get them a gift. Them's the rules. I don't make them. I think, honestly, and you know, I might be wrong, but I think the queen might have just said, I'm here, that's your gift. <laughs> it's possible, but she she may have been a bit more benevolent of a monarch than that. She's like, I'm slumming with the peasants. Here you go. Some shiny trinkets. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! That you know what? If I ever get married, I'm gonna invite Donald Trump to my wedding. Yeah, you won't see that fucking orange bastard. <laughs> you, you never know. Yeah, we've we've got a we we have a better chance of being on Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, I don't think Donald Trump is too busy these days. Well, he keeps getting fucking sued. <laughs> He's got attorneys to handle that. Well, they keep getting fucking sued, too. Well, they've got attorneys to handle that. They are the attorneys. You think attorneys don't need attorneys? Man, if you are a lawyer and you can't defend yourself good enough to, like, get out of the shit you're in, you're not a very good lawyer. I'm just saying, like, if I am working for my client as an attorney... And my client 
may or may not do something stupid. Well, now I got to cover his ass. Well, shit, now because I'm affiliated with him, I'm catching fucking flack. I ain't got time to cover my ass and his ass, so I'm going to focus on my client. Hey, now you're my attorney. You cover my ass. You know what the beautiful thing about it, though, is if you represented yourself, pleading the fifth and attorney-client privilege are the same fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not answering that. Are you pleading the fifth? Or attorney-client privilege, whichever you want to go with. Flip a fucking coin. I don't care. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. It's been, it's been an interesting week. Yeah, 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 it has. Yeah. It is football season, so of course we've got to talk football before we talk anything else. Five scored 70. <laughs> First time since, what, 2007? Since 2007. That Fife has put 70 points on the board. It could have been worse. And I think at least 35 of those points were put on the board by the second team. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think it was about half and a half. Might have, yeah. I'm thinking it was half and half. Well, I mean, half of 70 is 35. That's what I'm saying. I think it was half and half because I think the touchdown after 35, I think that was a second team guy that got that touchdown. Might have been. <sighs> I can guarantee you 21 of them were. Oh, yeah, at least. And I think one of those came off of a pick six. Sure was. Sure was. I mean, I couldn't tell because the fucking broadcast that we were watching the game on fucking could not keep track of the fucking play at all. Like, the play would be happening at the 20, and the camera is focused on the 40. Yeah, but it was still better than, like, paying the money and driving there. You know, I don't know really if it was. Well, let's think about it. You paid 12 bucks. Now you can watch any five game that ever streams. And if can- I keep it. And you can also go back and watch older five games. Like, you can go back and watch state championships from the past. But, had we gone, whichever vehicle we took, we'd have to put gas in that vehicle. <coughs> True. We would have had to buy our tickets. True. Which would have been somewhere in the neighborhood of 7 to $8. True. So, now we're up to at least, let's see, that'd be, let's go 8 on the high end, so that's 16 plus at least 20 in gas. So, we're up to $36. And, and then, then concessions. We're both gonna, we're both gonna want to eat food. You're definitely gonna want to get your boiled peanuts. You know, not everybody has those. Well, <clears throat> so instead, we sat in my room, watched it on the TV, and had Marco's pizza. True. <laughs> so we came out cheaper. And MRE pizza. Ugh. Well, you had MRE pizza. Yeah. Uh, you know, so here's that we've we've been um, we've been testing here lately all these different mountain house meals. <laughs> they good. Yeah, so far I have not found a bad one. Unlike MREs, uh, those of you in the active duty and reservist, at, well, maybe not reservist, but active duty and veteran community, um, y'all would y'all would know what I'm talking about when I say veggie omelet. Uh, is probably the worst MRE out there. Yeah, see, I, I too have had MREs, and they're not that good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had, and it could have just been the fact that I was really hungry, but I have had some good ones. I think it was just because you were really hungry. 
I'm a big fan of the cheese tortellini. Love that one. I like the Chili Mac MRE. Everybody likes the Chili Mac. It's not as good as the Mountain House Chili Mac. <laughs> it's really not. But, yeah, I mean, th- there are some decent menu items within the MREs. Eh. But overall, Mountain House is just better. <coughs> yeah, and it's not like... The problem with the MRE is you get this little heater. And if little heater don't work, well, you're eating some cold-ass nasty food. Yeah, and that and that's another thing, too. I mean, like, okay. Most of the MREs, well, I'm, with the exception of the veggie omelet, because there's just no way to eat that MRE and it make it taste good. Um, but most of the MREs heated up, they're doable, I'll say. Couple of them, you could get by eating them cold. It is not the best experience, but you could do it. I guarantee you, when you were in the field, you could tell who got the veggie. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time to eat, and you just hear "fuck," <laughs> veggie omelet, huh? Um, charms. Again, the veteran community, active duty nowadays, I don't think they know about charms unless they're like, you know, got a few rockers under their collar. Um, But charms, charms are a no-no. Charms are very bad. Uh, Elaborate. So when I was a young devil pup, first joining the Marine Corps, Uh in MREs, Every so often, you would get one that had a little roll of uh, hard candies that were called charms. Uh-huh. Very similar to Jolly Ranchers. Uh-huh. You don't eat those. Why don't you eat those? I'll tell you why. If you're in the field, you're doing a field op, and somebody eats charms, even if there's been no rain in the forecast, it's going to rain. Oh, okay. Well, that's shitty. And then in combat, it's even worse. Somebody eats the charms. Some shit's going to go down. Well, that's charms are just bad luck. Do you think they were named that way for a reason? I mean, really and truly, it's just one of those Marine Corps superstition things. I think, I think that's main. I think that might be universal irony. Possibly. But, be that as it may, the Mountain House meals. I Like I said, I have yet to find a bad one. And we've tried a few. Chili Mac with beef. It was good. Creamy Mac and cheese. You didn't tried, try that I one yet. It was one. good. It was good. It's kind of hard to fuck up mac and cheese. I mean, I went, a, I went a little bit extra, and I put some bacon pieces in mine with some salt and pepper. Well, you got to add the salt and pepper. <sighs> For sure. Man, adding that bacon to it, oh, man, it was lit. The lasagna, of all of the ones that I've tried so far, the lasagna is probably my least favorite, but I wouldn't shy away from it. Yeah, chicken and dumplings was good, too. Chicken and dumplings was amazing. Smelled fucking phenomenal. We tried another one too, didn't we? The bacon and eggs. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty good. Uh, beef stew. 
Yeah, the beef stew was good too. Yeah, like I have yet to find a bat. Like, if you're out there, if you're affiliated with the military and you have any control over what the military uses for its supply and everything, you might want to consider looking at these mountain house meals. Yes, they're a little bit more of a hassle because you don't have the flameless ration heaters that the MREs have. Yeah, you got to boil water. You got to boil water because they are freeze dried. But, oh, my God, if y'all could work out some logistics with Mountain House and try to come up with something to make it all work, oh, my God. Yeah, you would have uh, happier people in the field. Yes, chow time in the field would be much more pleasant. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, it's like real food (laughs) that's just been freeze-dried, and it's not like, I would say that MREs are just overly processed. I would say so. But anyways, back to football. <clears throat> yeah. So, again, Fife did what Fife do. Yeah, a lot. 70 points. Yes. And then today. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I need to look up a score update. I don't want to talk about today. I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> you know... Until Auburn makes some drastic changes on the field and on their coaching staff, I just, I, I don't see, I just don't, oh, Alabama pulled off another squeaker. Sons of bitches. Ah, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I sure was hoping they'd lose. Oregon's kicking the shit out of Arizona. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Auburn and Georgia played today. And it started off as a really good defensive battle. I'm like... I almost, just for a split second, thought Auburn might be able, I wouldn't say Auburn was going to win, but I was thinking maybe Auburn would be able to hold their own. Yeah, I knew better than that shit. But the moment I saw Robbie Ashford fumble the fucking ball after getting hit by nothing, nope, I was done. Yeah, I uh that was that was when I sent you that that gif from the longest yard. Yeah, I uh or gif, whatever the fuck you people want to call it. It it's 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 gif. It, it's not gif. But uh yeah, I don't uh don't have high hopes for Auburn football right now. No. So. But I mean, you know, just just picture this. Quarterback keeps the ball. Uh-huh. I don't even know if this was a designed run or not. I just know Robbie Ashford kept the ball, took off running up the middle, found a really good hole. Nobody touched him at all. I don't even know if there was a fucking breeze blowing today in Athens, Georgia. I don't know. I wasn't there. Thank God. But, again... Nobody touched him. Nobody was within three yards of him. And as he's running, 
He just drops the ball. Just dropped the ball. That was it. Well, the only consolation here is the fact that Robbie Ashford was not supposed to be running this offense. It was supposed to be Zach Calzada. Zach Calzada was supposed to be the starter. Then he injured his shoulder and had to have surgery. So they were like, well, TJ Finley. And then he gets fucking hurt. And they're like, oh, shit, we're running out of quarterbacks. So now Robbie Ashford, who is not a pocket passer, is our only option. And he's not. And this offense was built for a pocket passer, which he is not. He doesn't want to stand in the pocket and throw. He wants to fucking run. He should have been a running back. Actually, he should have kept his ass at Oregon because they run the type of offense that he would thrive in. Yeah. All he had to do was wait one more year for Bo Nix to fuck off, and he'd have been the Oregon quarterback. Yep. But as long as things keep going the way they're going with Auburn, I don't see Brian Harson retaining his position at the end of the year. It'll be God. <laughs> like I don't. I, I don't even want to begin to think about how their recruiting efforts are going for next year. Well, if he keeps his job, it's only because for one, we're still paying Gus Malzahn, and I'm not entirely sure that Gene Shizik's paid off yet. So, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. Well, but. <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's just it's such a disappointment to be an Auburn fan right now. And Alabama's flirting flirting hard. Like you know, I caught I called it when you and I were talking last weekend. I told you the way Georgia played against Mizzou, they'd end up losing their number one position even if they won the game. Yeah. Which they did. Alabama slid back into number one. I don't know if Alabama's going to retain number one after this week. Georgia might slide back into that number one spot. It's possible. It is entirely possible because Georgia beat the shit out of Auburn and Bama did not beat the shit out of Texas A&M. No, they did not. But (sighs) what do we know? We're not professional sports commentators. We don't know shit about it. Yeah. But... You know what we are? Assholes on the internet? Assholes and professional shit talkers. I don't know. Can we really call ourselves professional? We're not really getting paid. I mean, I've got a couple of endorsement deals. I mean, y'all could y'all could help us with that. Yeah, I mean, you, you want to pay us to be shit talkers. Yeah, we, we definitely appreciate the assistance. But Kanye West... He's a person that exists. <laughs> Kanye West is no stranger to controversy at all. It's actually his middle name. Bet you didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah, it's Kanye Controversy West. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think that's real. <laughs> Fact check me. Pull it up. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I want to see this shit. <laughs> What is Kanye? Hey, Siri, what is Kanye's middle name? I don't have Siri. Oh, you fucker. 
We'll go with the real name. <laughs> it's actually Omari. <laughs> <laughs> So recently, Kanye uh, Kanye was doing his little fashion deal and was paired up with Candace Owens. And at this fashion event, he and Candace Owens both were wearing shirts, and across the back of these shirts was emblazoned, White Lives Matter. Now, as I said, Kanye is no stranger to controversy. I like ruffling him feathers. I mean, think back to when he was chilling in the Oval Office with Donald Trump. Yeah. Like they was boys kicking it back on the block. Wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Yes, wearing the MAGA hat. Boy, he was... All the Jimmys were rustled. Yes. Now he's back at it again, wearing a shirt that says White Lives Matter. And the colored community... Can we say colored community? I, I would just go with black community. Black community, African-American community. And white liberal women. Yes. We'll say the minority community. We'll say that. Or white liberal women minority. <laughs> because as you know, no one gets more offended for black people than white women. That's true. So. That is true. There's that. But, <clears throat> ruffling feathers, as he does. Yes, sir. Uh, got into a little text debate with uh, Sean Diddy Combs. <sighs> Who is a rapper that is outstayed as welcome. Like, just fucking go into obscurity. No one cares. Yeah, like, you know, they're, they're saying that he's, he's hurting the cause. By by wearing this shirt that says white lives matter. You know, here's the thing. When Black Lives Matter first started, I understood the message behind Black Lives Matter. It was that black white black black wives. <laughs> they matter too. Black lives were just as important as white, Asian, you name it. They were just as important. And that's true. That is 100% true. Every life, whether it be black, white, Asian, Hispanic, they all matter. And now we're going to get canceled because we're taken away from the Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But here's the problem with Black Lives Matter. It has become convoluted. It is no longer about black lives are just as important. It has now become black lives should be the majority. Black lives should have the majority voice. Black lives are more important than anybody else. That's what BLM has turned into. Well, that and all their organizers are literally laundering money and stealing money. But what? Yes. You know, you know, when you have people like Sharon Osbourne, who donated... I don't remember what the exact amount, but it was close to a million dollars. Yep. Donated almost a million dollars to Black Lives Matter. Now she has buyer's remorse. She wants her money back. Yeah, she's never seen a dime of that money again. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> that money already went into someone's new house or someone's wardrobe. But it did not go towards the cause. 
now, like, can someone, anyone, show me an article or anything where BLM has helped an underprivileged community somewhere? Or, you know, used that money for restitutions. They're always talking about restitutions. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> you're getting all these donations. There's your restitution. I think you mean reparations. Or reparation. Yeah. Well, restitution, reparation, same same ballpark, same basket. Eh, not really. Eh, same basket. <laughs> uh, rest, restitution is the money you have to pay because you were in fucking prison. Uh, not always. Well, Google it. Googling it. <laughs> Google is our friend on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's our fact checker. Recompense for injury or loss. You're a recompense for injury or loss. But, uh... So... <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I just... You know, I, I just, I've not seen them help a single I, no. community. No, I haven't. Uh, um, you know, where, where, where's that at? But, you know, they're real quick to jump out into those communities that need help and, you know, be the voice telling them that they need to rise up. So they can get more money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing about it. Black Lives Matter steps on the scene. Black Lives Matter realize, realizes, oh, shit, we can get money for doing things. Black Lives Matter steps out and says, hey, don't take no for an answer. Fight back, which leads to fucking riots and looting. And then Black Lives Matter turns around. Do you see what's happening in our communities? This is why we need help. Yeah, so I I did get a little rioty. Yeah, just just a smidge. But yeah, I don't think you'll ever see him help anybody. No, I don't think he will. But and Kanye, I don't. You know, Kanye, he's on that side as well. Even Kanye is out there. You know, we're we're not helping anybody. Well, <clears throat> there was another. Rapper, I cannot remember which one it was that said that BLM didn't do shit for the black community. Was it six nine? No, fuck that snitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, six nine, if you're listening, snitches get stitches. Um, no, fuck that snitch. Uh, I, I cannot remember. I watched the interview. It was it was a pretty lengthy interview, but he was basically just like, "Yeah, black." He's like. He was basically saying, like, all his life he was told to be afraid of the white man and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, it ain't the white man that robbed me. It ain't the white man that tries to shoot me. He said, it's other black people. Yeah. And I was like, bruh, I hear you, but you can't say stuff like that. No, because it's not a popular opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But which I mean, in his case, it's fact. I mean, but I, it's, I guarantee it, you, he's never been shot at by a white man. He's probably never been robbed by a white man. 
He's probably never been beaten up in the streets by a white dude. It's yeah, possible. You know, fights happen. They do. But uh, but I don't think it would have been racially motivated. Well, I don't think the, 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 the black people is racially motivated. I think they just want his shit. No, but I'm saying if it's white on black, it automatically becomes racially motivated. Yes. And if it's really black on black, it's also racially motivated because, you know, this is MAGA country. Looking at you, old Juicy. Juicy Smollett. And, uh, oh, shit, what was that fucking NASCAR driver's name? Oh, my God, I can't even think of that fucker's name. The uh, fucking pull cord for the garage door was a fucking noose. Yeah, that fucking idiot. No one's ever tied a fucking loop into the damn pull cord for their garage door, ever. No, that's that's unheard of. And I, the nerve of some people. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't even, I can't even remember the fucker's name. That's how unimportant he is. But anyway, yeah, like there have been several famous black people that have come out and said BLM's bullshit. Yeah, they do nothing to help the black community. So fuck them. And I mean, I don't disagree with that. (laughs) You know who's been really quiet as of late? (laughs) Not BLM. NFA. Oh, the Not Fucking Around Coalition? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, uh, you know, yeah, I think you meant NFA. Yeah, NFAC, yeah. Um, we were talking about suppressors earlier, so. Well, that's because old Grandmaster whatever his fucking name is. Grandmaster Funk or. I don't know. Grandmaster J. Yeah, that's Grandmaster J. He's in prison currently. Um, so that's a thing. No, no one stepped up to fill in his role. I think they finally realized that he was full of fucking shit. He may have been in the army. May have. But if that wasn't the most pogue motherfucker, (laughs) (laughs) he called a fucking AR a goddamn damn bullpup he's like this is my bullpup no motherfucker it's not i remember that that is not a bullpup i also remember they had what two negligent discharges at the same event yeah led to one of one of them being shot the safest place to be at an nfac co like rally was standing in front of their fucking muzzles because they were probably going to shoot themselves before they shot anybody else. Yeah. Like, like if I was at one of their rallies, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, you keep that gun pointed at me at all times. This is for my safety, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to miss me and somehow hit one of your buddies. I don't fucking know. Oh, man. There was actually a picture of a guy that was with that group that was walking around. All right. He had, uh, uh, it was a 22 and uh, it was probably like a, it was a 22 AR. There was a legit malfunction. He was just walking around with a fucking shell casing sticking out of the action. Like there was a legit malfunction with his rifle. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was just walking around with the house. Like, um, well, your rifle's useless right now. 
So no muzzle awareness, no trigger discipline, <laughs> no real firearms training at all. Yeah, there was a video I watched of old Grandmaster Jay at the range missing all the targets. It was an indoor range, so he wasn't after he was he was not having to compensate for wind or any other conditions, and he was just missing the target. Wow! Like, tell me your admin without telling me your admin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, that's. Uh, I just I I can't wait to see what Kanye's going to do next. I mean, you know, fuck it, run for president. I'm all <laughs> for you, man. <laughs> At this point, why not? Like, what else could go wrong? This might sound a little bit extreme. I could see him coming out wearing a fucking clan robe. Dude, if this man goes Clayton Bigsby, <laughs> I swear to God, (laughs) I will find him and I will hug him (laughs) because that would be the most epic troll ever. Oh, God. At at that point, I think Dave Chappelle, whoa, I was just kidding. Oh my god! That oh Jesus! Oh my god! Little that's... did Dave Chappelle know the character he created was actually Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know I can't I can't help but wonder if maybe that's part of the reason why he and Kim broke up. Because he's a black white supremacist. <laughs> maybe who knows? That doesn't make sense. I mean, she's a rich liberal. They hate black people more than racists. (laughs) I was going to say other black people, but that's a cancelable offense right there. (laughs) Oh, God, don't do that while I'm drinking. (laughs) Uh, That's what she said. (laughs) But, yeah, so. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know. Did you did you happen to see what Nancy Pelosi said? No. What did old uh, what 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 did old Nancy say? Oh, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, do you remember back in the day when I say back in the day, how uh, you know like during the seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, all the Democrats were like, "Hey, whoa, we need them to pick our cotton." Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Well, Nancy Pelosi was on a stage in front of actual fucking people talking about this migrant crisis where we're sending illegal immigrants to other places. Right. And she said, and I quote, there are farmers in these communities in Florida going, hey, wait, we need these people to pick our crops. And I was like, you did not fucking say that. Oh, my. I got to look that up now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. That has basically been the Democrat talking point <laughs> since the fucking 1860s. Oh, my God. That can't... Surely to God, that cannot be a thing. 100% a Oh, thing. my God. That is a fucking thing. I told you. 
That it, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that legit happened. Like, I am pulling up the transcript of it right now. Well, let me get to it. Do, 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 do. Uh, let's see here. <coughs> scanning through, scanning through. Yep. He's still scanning through. He just forgot to tell you. Scanning through. See, told you. <laughs> Fuck you, I know shit. Still still scanning? Still scanning. This she's, is a, <laughs> she's a long-winded bitch, that one. Okay, so now we're getting into the question. Excuse me, we're getting into the questions. <sighs> Man, you need control F. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing on the phone. Have you tried? <laughs> we Google that. <laughs> Let's see here. I would think it would be somewhere in this response to this question. <coughs> well, let me keep looking. Let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, sad day. Question. Okay. I'm not going to go all the way back through that. Let me just see if I can. <sighs> so this is an article from the New York Post. I'm just House Speaker Nancy Pelosi caused outrage Friday when she attempted to justify waves of illegal migration to the U.S. by claiming Florida farmers needed the new arrivals to, quote, pick the crops down there. Uh oh. What? Uh oh. <laughs> The California Democrat made the stunning remarks during a news conference at which she agreed that U.S. has a responsibility to secure the border, but should also, quote, recognize the importance of newcomers to our nation. Right now, the best thing that we can do for our economy is comprehensive immigration reform, Pelosi told reporters after being asked if she thought the southern border was secure following more than 2 million arrests of illegal crossover illegal crossers over the past 12 months. We have a shortage of workers in our country. And you see, even in Florida, some of the farmers and the growers saying, why are you shipping these immigrants up north? We need them to pick the crops down here, she mused. Oopsie. <laughs> Boy. Mm-mm-mm. She, uh, that didn't sound good, did it? No, that don't sound good at all. See, here's the thing about that. Let's t- that wasn't on the agenda, but we'll talk about it. I like throwing little wrenches in the plan. So, recently, earlier this week, uh, New York State declared a state of emergency. 
<laughs> due to the <laughs> influx of illegal immigrants that are being bussed up there from Texas. And I sent you a Loki meme about it. Yes, yes, you did. See, when the whole migrant crisis thing first came up when Trump was in office, you know, before when Obama was in office and we were building these cages that everybody was for at the time, you know, wasn't a big deal. Then Trump gets into office and suddenly there's a migrant crisis, not because there's a migrant crisis, but because Trump is utilizing the facilities that the previous administration built. That was the actual crisis that people were worried about. That's true. It's true. I think it. And then all of a sudden it became a humanitarian mission for everyone. Well, we need to let these people in, the dreamers and the DACA. Da, 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 da. <laughs> we need to get that on the soundboard. <laughs> no, you got to get the 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 eventual conclusion of that where they just go. It <laughs> sound like a fucking chicken. But yeah, that was that was the crisis that everybody was worried about. Well, we've got to let these people into the border. They're coming here so they can do, uh, you see, so they can live the American dream, so they can work and earn. Yeah, yeah, you know. Here's a true story for you. When I first got out of the military, I worked for a local construction company, and we were on a job site in Mississippi. There was about ten of us that worked on that job site. Of those ten. Six of them were illegal immigrants. Yes. They were not on the payroll. They were getting paid cash. And they were shipping their money back home to Mexico. One of them was from Guatemala. I bet he didn't get along with the Mexicans. But, yeah, that's, they're not paying taxes. Well, not in the conventional sense. They're paying taxes. Like The only way you can not pay taxes is either you're getting paid cash or you're filing like see, the, the workaround. And, and the only reason I know this is because I, when I worked at a place, and I won't say the place because I don't want them to get raided, <laughs> I worked with a Hispanic fellow that was, man, he was cool as shit. Yeah. Love this dude to death. Him and his him and his buddy that they worked the same machine, and occasionally I had to work the machines with them. And we got to talking one night, and uh, I was like, I was like, I was like, how long have you been here? I was like, were you born here? He said, no. He's like, no, I came over when I was uh, sixteen. I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, so like legally? He said, oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, I appreciate your honesty. I was like, so I got a question. And he was like, well, I was like, so I, I was like, I hear all the time um, that Hispanic people don't pay taxes. He's like, no, 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 we pay taxes. He's like, we just don't pay a lot of taxes. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, so when we do our W-4s, mm-hmm. set up our taxes, we file like single and 10 or single and 15. Mm-hmm. So they're taking out very little money out of their check. Virtually no taxes. Virtually no taxes, but they are taking money out. He said, but we do that because at the end of the year, 
we can't file taxes, so we don't get a return like you guys do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't hate the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I wish I could do that. Yeah. But they know who I am, and they will find me. Yeah, so here's the thing. I'm not, I have never been against immigration into this country, ever. Never been against it. I'm against illegal immigration. That I am not for. I am not for that. Like there is a process. Fucking use it. Well, the in the only case I am okay with illegal immigration is in the case of political asylum. Like if you have to flee your like Cubans, they had to flee Cuba. They did not have time to go. Hey, hey, pick us. Like we want to come there. No, they had to get the fuck out because they were about to get fucking murdered by Fidel Castro. And look at what happened with that. So, but my thing is, is they got here and they filed for political asylum. They were granted asylum and then boom, that started their process. That is the only, I'm okay with it in that sense. Like if you're fleeing a a dictatorship that is about to murder the absolute shit out of you, you fucking get here as fast as you can. Um, well, again, we remember what happened with that. What the alien Gonzalez thing? Yes. <laughs> Do you remember the picture of the fucking SWAT guy sticking the MP5 in the woman's face? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he was a political asylee. That was going on during all that. That no, was back during the Clinton administration. Yeah, but the, the majority of the political asylum seekers that came over from Cuba, that happened in the 80s. It was still going on into the 90s. But, I mean... I mean, yeah, you're talking about the whole Scarface thing. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> I mean, but I'm pretty sure he was Colombian. Whatever. No, he was Cuban. Oh, yeah, he was Cuban. He just worked for the Colombians. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Uh, at any rate. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, like, that... If you're... If you're if, if you're going to get murdered, if you stay, yeah, probably a good idea to get the fuck out. But as soon as you get here, maybe fucking tell somebody. Like, hey, um, yeah, I kind of crossed that line illegal as fuck, but I had to because I was about to get the shit murdered out of me. And you know what? That nice border guard agent's probably going to go, oh, that makes fucking sense. Let's go ahead and start the paperwork for political asylum. So, but I am not at all opposed to what Texas and Florida are doing. No, I think it's fucking hilarious. Because, you know, again, back when back when Trump was in office and was talking about closing the borders and building that wall and everything, all of a sudden you had places popping up. Well, we're going to be a sanctuary city. Well, we're going to be a sanctuary. We're going to be a sanctuary for these people. Well, guess what? <laughs> Your bluff got called. Yeah, see, And that, now you're not happy about it. See, that's the problem, though. It, that's all it was, was a bluff. They knew the play. Okay. California, I could see it. I could see Hispanics crossing the border and going to California. I could see that. Fucking New York. What? Well, I mean, 
New York was one of those places. We're going to be a sanctuary. I know. That's what I'm saying. They they said that. They they were like, we're going to be a sanctuary city. And I'm like, for fucking why? Who is crossing into America and going, you know what? I think I'll fucking go where it's cold all the fucking time and sucks. Well, not to mention, <clears throat> I watched this little uh, short on Facebook the other day where they came across this random guy who was talking about he lived in a 95-square-foot studio apartment. <laughs> okay. And was paying almost $700 a month in rent. My closet's bigger than that. Yeah. Like, way bigger than that. <laughs> like, I can see immigrants, Ill- illegal or otherwise, coming to where we are and going... We can afford to live here. Yeah. The average rent around here for a three-bedroom, two-bath. Not a little 95-square-foot studio, but a three-bedroom, two-bath. Average cost of rent around here, depending upon if you're in Rainsville or Fife or Fort Payne, is going to be six fifty to $800 a month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prices may vary based on inflation. And, yeah, you know, again, town. Location, location, location. Yeah, I can, that matters. Yeah. But that's the average cost for a three-bedroom, two-bath around here, 650 to 800 And that's, provide, that's assuming you need that. You can find apartments. Yeah. That are somewhere between three to 550 a month. Yep. Now, I would stay away from the $300 ones because... <laughs> I don't know what happened in there. And not to mention, there's a good chance your neighbor might blow the building up. Or be the next Jeffrey Dahmer. That too. So maybe stay away from $300 apartments. Um, yeah, like... <laughs> we also have trailer parks, and those are dirt cheap. Yeah, but <laughs> explosions are more likely there. <laughs> a particular brand of explosion. <laughs> <sighs> maybe it's methamphetamine i don't know i, I was gonna say they're cooking and it's not dinner yeah um, i mean okay so here's how you suss that one out all right when you're going through the trailer park if you smell diesel and don't see a diesel you don't want to live next to that trailer yeah <laughs> go to a different trailer <laughs> Um, or if you smell a shit ton of fucking fingernail polish remover, maybe don't go near that motherfucker. Or if you see a guy who just so happens to really like buying matches, <coughs> he's not building shit with them. No, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of easy to pick those fuckers out, but that's, that was the thing. Texas and Florida called their bluff. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, okay. You want to be a sanctuary city? You want to see what it's like to have your infrastructure strained? Like we've had it strained for going on my entire fucking life now. Uh, here you go. Here's you a couple of busloads full of immigrants. Yep. So we've been sending them to New York. Been sending them to Washington D.C." 
Yep. Sent them to Martha's Vineyard, who very quickly turned right around and bust them right the fuck back out. Yeah, they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, some sanctuary. Yeah, I mean, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. And like I said, I ain't mad at it. Not one bit. No, no, they they deserve it. Like... I would, I would almost come really close to donating money to Texas and Florida saying, here, I'll pitch in for the bus ride. I'll pitch in for the plane ticket. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, a, a lot of people at first were like, why don't you just deport them? But here's why. Uh, a governor of a state does not have the authority to deport them. That is done federally. That has to come from the federal government, not a state government. So the best they can do is say, okay, well, I can't deport them back to their country of origin. However, they don't have to stay here. Yeah. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, man, people are big pissed about that. I'm not. Every time I see it, like when I saw the article in the news report about New York State declaring a state of emergency because of it, I laughed my fucking ass off. I chuckled a bit. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, the, the governor of New York was big mad at Texas, and they've been having a war of words with one another. I got to look something up real quick. Oh, he's, he's, he's Googling. Insert Jeopardy theme here. Yes, please, please do. do, 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 do. Ba, da, ba, da, da, da. While he's looking that up, I just want to say one of my favorite Jeopardy moments of all time is when they had a football category on Jeopardy. Yeah. And they went through the entire category, and no one knew any of the answers. At the end, Alex Trebek was like, if you get this one, I, I will die. die. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, no, So I found the thing I was looking for. Okay. All right, so you remember when that whole pandemic thing happened? Yeah, yeah. And um, a bunch of people left New York? Yeah. Like to the tune of 4% of the population? Yeah. Which is 336,000 people? Yup. Okay, so what do... What do the leftists always, not leftists, but liberals, they always say this dumb shit. We got all these empty houses, just give them to the homeless people. Well, okay, you've got all these empty fucking apartments, just give them to the illegal immigrants. Yeah. Like, why don't you do that? Just give them an apartment and let them get a job, and then there you go. You know, and here's the thing, going back to Nancy Pelosi's comment, Here's the thing about it. Um, you know, when when I say New York, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Shitty city? Yeah, the city. Yeah, shitty city. The entire state of New York is not just that one big-ass metropolitan area. No, but it has all the voting power. There are... Th- the state of New York actually has quite a good bit of farmland up there. It, it, it does. Upstate. I have heard from people that upstate New York is more redneck than some of the places down here. So, 
Here's my question. What's to say that maybe the farmers up in New York don't need some help picking their crops? Oh, you went Democrat on me. I mean, I'm just using Nancy Pelosi's logic. Shitty logic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, no one should ever use that logic. No, you really shouldn't. But if you're going to, just, you know, <laughs> the South isn't the only place that has crops. That's true. Nebraska exists, too. Like, I've seen it. New York has crops. Yeah. Nebraska and Iowa have crops. So does California. Minnesota has crops. So does California. They, they, they grow shit in California. They grow a shit ton of fucking corn up in that northern midwestern corridor. Yeah. Nothing but corn as far as the eye can see. Like, I swear to God, as I was driving on my way to Minnesota back in July, I saw all the fucking corn. Yeah, probably. Like, for every fucking hundred cornfields that I saw, because I saw at least a hundred cornfields up there, Mm -hmm. there was probably 500 that I didn't see for every hundred. Yeah, we, we grow a lot of corn. Jesus Christ. But do you know why we grow a lot of, a lot of corn? Because we don't eat that much corn. It's for making high fructose corn syrup. Which literally fucking kills people. And corn liquor. Not so much that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we do that down here. <laughs> yeah, not so much that one. It's the high fructose corn syrup. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Nancy, the South isn't the only place that has crops. And also, I would like to point out, uh, incredibly racist. Very, 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 very 1850s of you. Yeah, yeah. Very, very. They just had a touch of Civil War-y. Just a a smidge. Just just a pinch? Yeah, just, just like a little dab of fucking... Racial superiority. Just saying. Just a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, you're a white supremacy showing. <laughs> uh, she must have been hitting the sauce that morning before that interview. She hits the sauce every morning before <laughs> everything. How her liver is still functioning, I do not know. We don't know that it hasn't been replaced. Like, literally, when she wakes up in the morning. Like, she may have went to Sam's Club and bought stock. Like, like, literally, when she wakes up in the morning, she, she like, I assume this is her morning routine. She wakes up, you know, rubs her eyes because she's sleepy as fuck, and she looks over, and her liver is sitting there drinking a cup of black coffee and smoking a cigarette going, oh, fuck, she's awake. <laughs> because it knows that bad things are coming. Oh my god! Okay, we we got to move on. We got other shit to talk about. I'm having so much fun here, though. Oh, we're about to have more fun! Yay! So we have a very overtly racist minority speaker. Yes, and we have a president who cannot count. <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. Yeah, like. You know, Matt brought the receipts for the Nancy Pelosi thing. 
Uh, well, you Googled them, but I told you about them. You brought the receipts. Put your goddamn phone down and get off fucking Snapchat. I do what I want. <laughs> That's going to be the new thing now. We're not, we're not going to be able to get through one entire show without me having to yell at you to get off fucking Snapchat. Yeah, some about <laughs> I do what I want. I don't know. Uh, well, I brought receipts for the fact that Biden doesn't know how to count. He was recently giving a speech on the uh, on the economy. I almost said that other word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that one. Oh, man. He was recently giving a speech on the economy at a, uh, either a Volvo or a Volkswagen plant. I can't remember what it was. It was a very Nazi car. Yes. Um, Opened his speech. This is how he opened his speech. I'm going to play this clip for you. Just listen to this. Let me start off with two words, made in America, made in America. Yeah. Two words made in America. Yeah. If you run them together, it really is two words. (laughs) Um, last time I checked made in America is three words. He was only off by one. He's, he's only off by one. Um, I want to know who wrote that speech. I <laughs> they should be fucking fired. He may have ad-libbed that. And I don't think he's allowed to ad-lib fucking anything. Because <laughs> every time he ad-libs shit, you get better calf care. Trooper Chama to Chama to Pressure. That one, yeah. Cornholio hands. Shaking hands with the fucking imaginary motherfucker. And then there was this recent thing he did where he asked where Jackie Warlorski was, and she's fucking dead. You didn't hear about that one, did you? No, I did not hear about that one. There was a Republican congresswoman who died in Indiana in a car wreck. I remember uh, that a couple months a couple months ago, her name yep. was Jackie Warlorski or something like that. So the, he was doing a speech at an event where they were going to do a fucking tribute to this woman, and she had helped co-sponsor a bill for something. And he was like, "Yeah, we had several people sign on this bill, like this person, this person, and Jackie. Where you at, Jackie? I guess she's not here." Well, no fucking shit, numb nuts. She died. He was looking in the crowd for a dead woman. Mm. You think I'm making this shit up, but I swear to God, you're about to be very upset when you Google this. Again, New York Post. Where's Jackie? Biden asks dead Indiana rep to identify herself in crowd. President Biden asked for the late representative Jackie Walorski. I think that's the name you were trying to say. Yeah, I did. To identify herself at a Washington event Wednesday, forgetting that the Indiana Republican died in a car crash back in August. 
Biden made the embarrassing error while thanking bipartisan members of Congress at a nutrition event near the White House. Yeah. I want to thank all of you here, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative McGovern, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie. Are you here? Where's Jackie? I think she was going to be here. Oh, my fucking God. (coughs) Yes, sir. That happened. Biden, 79, is the oldest ever president, and his mental acuity is regularly questioned by his political foes. It needs to be questioned by the people on his side, too. Uh, It is now, after his Made in America comment. Even, Even the Democrats are flaming his ass over that one. Though Biden and his defenders have brushed off the concerns by saying the commander in chief is simply prone to gaffes. That's not a fucking gaffe. No, that's forgetting Mm. someone died. Mm. Two words made in America. That's a gaffe. Yeah. He forgot someone died. He looked for a... He tried to get a dead woman to acknowledge herself. Oh, my God. That's the president that we have. But, but, it has been, what, almost three years now? We haven't had a single mean tweet. So that's good, right? White House Press Secretary would not address reporters' questions about why Biden believed Walorski was alive or engage questions about Biden's mental health. <laughs> that bitch used the five days of dodgeball the whole fucking time. <laughs> she, she, boy, she, man, she got skinny. <laughs> The White House on August 3rd released a statement from Biden mourning Walorski after she perished in an Indiana wreck alongside her press secretary, Emma Thompson, and St. Joseph County Republican Party chairman, Zachary Potts. Like, how long before, like, White House press releases are just going to say oopsie poopsie? Like... Do they play music when when the press secretary walks out on the stage? Can we make it a thing? Because I've got an idea, right? So every time she comes out to say words, it's because Biden said words he shouldn't have said, right? Uh Uh-huh. And she's going to have to field questions. So maybe she has a button in her hand, right? And every time they ask a question, she hits the button, and Britney Spears, oops, I did it again, plays. <laughs> and that's the answer to the question. So here's here's a video that someone posted on Twitter that's uh, shared in the article here. I have not seen this video. Matt, I'm sure you have seen this video. <laughs> oh, I've seen it. So we're going to be playing this live. So y'all just take a listen here. Oh, live-ish. Live for us. I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here to help make this a reality. Yep, that happened. Uh, Yeah, she wasn't there. No, she definitely wasn't. Um, 
Yeah, she. I think she missed roll call that morning. And if I was her family members, I would be demanding an apology. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <coughs> this, 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 it's how we this, this, this is the man. In control of the nuclear arsenal. This is the man saying there will be catastrophic consequences if Russia uses nuclear action against Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. What the ever-loving fuck? Like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's clown world, and we get to live in it. When is this going to be like our 12th or 13th apocalypse? Gonna- Jesus. And, uh, did, did, uh, oh, my God. I've gone fucking stupid. This has caused me to go fucking stupid. Yay, I broke it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like... We're, we're relying on this man to protect us. Well, not him particularly. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be the military's job. We're relying on him to tell the military the where co- to go. He's the commander in chief. Yeah, we're, we're relying on him to tell the military where to go. He's 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 the he's the top dog for the military. <laughs> you know, now would not be a bad time to join the military. Here's why. Okay, so uh, World War Three is going to break out, right? And Russia and Ukraine are going to be doing their thing. And it's going to be like a European theater again, right? Oh, my God. And he's going to send all our troops to, like, fucking Australia. <laughs> because he's not going to know. So now would be a great time to be in the military. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just waiting for the moment that he steps out on stage and calls out Mikhail Gorbachev. Who is also dead, by the way. <laughs> Well, he's known for plagiarizing speeches. <laughs> so we could get a Mr. Gorbachev tear, tear down, down that, that wall. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. Yes, yes. We just we just segued. Something we hardly ever do, but we do it every, time, every, every now and again. <laughs> Completely inadvertently, but whatever. So... <laughs> I have this article pulled up here from NBC News. Notice how we have not used Fox News at all this evening? Not once. Like We're not afraid to jump around the spectrum. The United States has warned Russia there will be, quote, catastrophic, end quote, consequences if it uses nuclear weapons after setbacks in its war in Ukraine. Like, this is, this is how this has gone. Bully picked on the little kid, and little kid kicked the bully's ass. Now the bully's going home to get his fucking gun. Well, see, here's here's the thing, though. Like, all the stuff we see coming out of Russia and Ukraine, it's all propaganda. Like, Russia says they're kicking the shit out of Ukraine. Ukraine says they're kicking the shit out of Russia. And you can't believe either of them. What we can believe is seeing a tractor driving off of the Russian APC. Yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> that legit fucking happened. But no, like, Ukraine's saying they are pushing Russia back. And, you know, I kind of, even though I don't want to, I have to be kind of inclined to believe it because 
if Russia is still there, then they haven't achieved their goal. Well, again, like I said, this is a case of bully picked on little kid. Little kid kicked bully's ass. Now bully is threatening to go get his fucking gun. And my gun, you mean fucking nuclear Yes. Russian president Vladimir Putin issued renewed threats that he could resort to weapons of mass destruction as he escalated the conflict last week by calling up military reservists and moving to NX occupied areas that are staging votes to join Russia. With his mobilization effort facing domestic backlash and Kiev's forces pressing to make new gains after their stunning counteroffensive, Two top U.S. officials said Sunday that Washington has made it clear to Moscow just how stark a response it would face in the event of a nuclear attack. Oh, let's see here. We're going to skip around this article a little bit. Uh, Putin has made a string of nuclear threats against Ukraine and the West as a whole since he launched his invasion more than seven months ago. But last week, he dramatically... Has it really been seven fucking months already? Yeah, it started in February. Jesus Christ. This year's fucking flying by. But last week, he dramatically intensified Russia's efforts, signaling he was willing to escalate rather than accept battlefield defeat. <coughs> well, you know. Like I said, Bully got his ass kicked. Now he's going to get his gun. I don't know. In an address to his nation last Wednesday, Putin said that if Russia's territorial integrity was threatened, quote, we will certainly use all the means at our disposal, end quote, to retaliate, and added that, quote, it's not a bluff, end quote. Ukrainian president, president. Oh, president. <laughs> it's all about the economy. Yeah, sure. The Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, said he believes the Russian president. Zelensky told CBS Face the Nation on Sunday, I don't think he's bluffing. He wants to scare the whole world. These are the first steps of his nuclear blackmail. Yeah. <clears throat> Russia has the largest nuclear arsenal in the world with almost 6,000 nuclear warheads and 1,500 of them currently deployed, according to the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute, an independent think tank that tracks global stockpiles. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Um, America's bluffing. You want to know how I know America's bluffing? Because Ukraine is not a NATO nation. We don't have to attack Russia if they attack Ukraine. Even if they use a low-yield tactical nuclear device, we are not obligated to. We're not obligated, but... (laughs) Fucking shit for brains in the office is going to get us involved. Well, technically, we're already involved. Like... We've been giving shit to Poland. Poland been giving shit to Ukraine. There's American citizens with boots on the ground in Ukraine. So we're already involved. The Kremlin's thinly, thinly veiled threats come against the backdrop of votes being held in four regions in Ukraine's south and east that its forces at least partly control. 
Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. I've never seen so many Z's in one fucking word. What's the word? Zaporitz, Zia, something, maybe. Let me, let me, let me take a gander at her. Hold on. Z-A-P-O-R-I-Z-H-Z-H-I-A. Let me, let me, let me put my eyeballs upon it. Zaporitza? Sure, we'll go with that. Hell yeah. I'm an expert in namiology. You don't even know if it's right, motherfucker. It's got to be. I said it. (laughs) Look, it's either right or I just summoned a demon. (laughs) Those are the options. Uh, Let's see. Putin's warnings also come after a litany of setbacks for Russia. The looming annexation and the nuclear threats have been viewed by analysts as a combined effort to deter Western support for Ukraine and to stem the tide of a pair of counteroffensive that have left Russia's long-term grip, long-term grip on those occupied territories in growing doubt. Yeah. So here's the thing. Do you think Putin will actually push the button? Um, well, here, okay, so, would he go scorched earth on Ukraine? Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, of course, he's apparently an idiot and doesn't realize that wind blows radiological particles, and that would kind of fuck up part of his country, too, but that's beside the point. Uh, yeah, I think he would. Well... You know, here's I was I was again watching one of those little shorts on Facebook recently, and it was talking about a whole list of weapons that have been banned for use in war by the Geneva Convention. Two of them being nukes and chemical warfare. For that very reason, because <laughs> Those part those particulates tend to not stay in the area that was targeted. Well, you, you know what else is banned by the Geneva Convention? Napalm. So it mentioned incendiary, <coughs> so like firebombs, stuff like that. Uh, and also, kind of under the same category as nukes and chemical warfare. Um, Fire tends to not stay where you put it. Yeah, yeah. See, see, napalm is a thing that is also banned. Um, but I seem to remember a certain president um, by the name of uh, W, who was just letting loose the napalm when we first got into Iraq and Afghanistan, and they were like, uh, "Mr. President, this is against the Geneva Convention." He's like, "Oh, well, I didn't know I couldn't do that." <laughs> He literally used a Dave Chappelle joke as his fucking defense. I'm not entirely sure that's not where Dave Chappelle got that joke from. (laughs) Well, um, see, the thing about that is uh, I'm not totally against the idea of using something like napalm. See, first and foremost, um, I kind of agree with Every villain in every war movie ever. Uh, we're not in Geneva. Exactly. <laughs> like, that is probably Heart's War. Yeah. You know, take a look around you, Colonel. This is not Geneva. 
Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. Like, are there really rules in war? Those of us who have actually been in war, uh, we want to say no. Like, uh, triple canopy and... um, Blackwater? Blackwater, yeah. Which became triple canopy, I believe. Yes. Um, you know, they they kind of did it right. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later? Yeah. Uh, maybe not so much with the targeting of civilians. Yeah, that's kind of a shitty thing. Um, but, uh, you know, like, not having to wait until you're fired upon and having positive ID of who's shooting at you. You know, again, it's a fucking war. Well, okay. <sighs> I think that there should be maybe a gentlemanly agreement here. Like, I, I like, I, like, war is inevitable. It's going to happen. Absolutely. Um, but there's no, there's no reason to be a fucking psychopath about it. Um, you, you don't need to be Sherman and setting fire to Atlanta. I agree. Like that, that was a shitty thing to do. Just like, okay, reading the. When I was in summer school, I had to read the Red Badge of Courage. About yep, it's, yep. About, it's about Civil War. I remember. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I, I, there was a passage, and this shit, shit like this really happened in the Civil War. And there was a passage in the book where uh, there was rebel forces and um, Union forces split apart by a pond. And... Uh, the Union soldier looked across the pond. And he saw a rebel soldier, and he said, "Hey, Reb." And he's like, "What up, Yankee?" Something along those lines. And he's like, "Better not be there when the sun comes up." That is gentlemanly war. Well, I mean, we did basically the same thing in Iraq. Like, we flew over cities, and we were dropping pamphlets from planes into those cities, and those pamphlets basically read, "We're coming through here on this date at this time." If you are here, you will be considered an enemy combatant. Yeah, that's less gentlemanly. <laughs> that's a little less gentlemanly. I mean, we're, we're giving you plenty of opportunity to say, hey, I don't want to be here when that happens. Let me get my shit and get the fuck out. Well, I mean. Let me pack my fucking donkey, get my fucking sheep and my camel, and move the fuck on. Well, I mean, it's just like, okay. Let's say that we were invaded by Russia. Right. Or China or who the fuck ever. Right. If they drop pamphlets at your house, are you going to pack your shit up and leave? Oh, fuck no. (laughs) Then why did you expect people in Iraq and Afghanistan to do that? Because I would be considered an enemy combatant because I would be fighting back. However, my neighbor across the street might not be so inclined. And might decide, yeah, I probably don't want to be here when they get here. Yeah. Or he might be like, I'm not an enemy combatant, but I'm not leaving my fucking house either. You can kiss my ass. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's <laughs> that, that's that's fair warning. <laughs> but at the same time, you're also letting the enemy combatants know when and where you're going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Kind of takes away the element of surprise. Well, so did Geraldo Rivera, but here we are. <laughs> but, I mean, it was it's shit like that, you know, like, hey, Red, don't be there when the sun comes up. Just fair warning. I like that. 
that I can respect that. He's well, like, I'm going to kill you at some point, but I want it to be fucking fair. Well, again, we did the same fucking thing. Like, this whole, like... We just didn't do it with muskets and bayonets. This whole nuke shit, nah, that's for pussies. If your military can't handle its shit, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. There's uh there's there was there was a little conflict oh 60 some odd years ago, almost 60 years ago. Uh in a, in a, in a little country known as uh Vietnam. Yeah. Uh we were we were fighting against conscripted military forces. Yeah. Who were being supplied by the Russians? Yes. By the but way. we were also fighting against guerrilla enemy combatants. Yeah. Farmers. Like just regular people. Yeah. Now, one of the biggest reasons we were using napalm in Vietnam tunnels. No. All the fucking jungle vegetation. Well, yeah, and they also had the fucking tunnels, too. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, it's... Okay, you remember the scene in Top Gun, the new one, where they were having such a difficult time hitting the little fucking air vent? Yeah. That's about... I would say the entrance to one of those uh, underground tunnels in Vietnam was smaller than that. Yeah, but I don't have to hit the entrance. I just got to hit where it's at. Uh, not so much. Ideally, effectively, you would want it to go into the tunnel before it ignites. Otherwise, you're just going to have <laughs> surface fire. Some of it might go down into the tunnel, but it's not going to spread through the tunnel. But, uh, like, yeah, that that is 100%, which we didn't, that's not a war. That was never classified a war. Congress has not declared war on anybody since... World War Two, but it was a war. It was a war, but it's it's classified as a conflict. Um, but it was a war. So, hey, hats off to the Viet Cong. Oh yeah, they whipped our ass. Ish, well, <laughs> ish. Once again, we're we're back to that whole fighting with rules thing. Uh, when you got one side that is fighting with rules, that side is going to lose. Well, you also had the, there was a, there's a, you've also got that same side fighting with rules, letting the fucking bureaucrat, bureaucrats fight the fucking war. Well, there, there's, there's that. And there's also like, okay, I don't think your average Viet, Vietnam, Northern Vietnam farmer gave a fuck what the North Vietnamese government was doing. That's what they grew up with. That was their way of life. Yeah. So to them, they weren't fighting an enemy. They weren't fighting you. They were fighting against extinction. They saw America as the ones that were trying to take away their way of life. They were fighting against an invading force is what they saw. And you're going to fight harder when it's your home turf. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to go across an ocean and fight somebody it's a little bit different when you have to open your back door and shoot somebody in the face yet another reason why 
if Russia or China or North Korea or anybody for that matter tried to pull that fucking shit on us, we're coming through this area on this date at this time. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna hang a sign on those on my door that says your plate's level three. <laughs> d- d- fuck that. I'm gonna start digging fucking holes and burying fucking booby traps. <laughs> Pongy pits. <laughs> Yeah, punji pits, fucking... Where can I get a tiger? Auburn. <laughs> I can go to Auburn and get a tiger. Or or LSU. It doesn't matter. Or was fucking Mizzou. <laughs> All the fucking tigers. Yeah, but I don't think they have actual tigers. Auburn and LSU do. I don't think Mizzou does. They might not, but I know for a <laughs> fact that Auburn does. So now I know where I can get a fucking tiger. And if I don't want to go to Auburn, I can just go to the Birmingham Zoo. Yeah. Do you think here Kitty Kitty works with a tiger? Well, I mean, I did see a video the other day of a mountain lion going all kitten on a fucking swing. That's a different breed of cat, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, mountain lions are vicious, but tigers are fucking assholes. They are very much ambush asshole predators. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, like, I think that's one of the biggest reasons for one, if someone did have the fucking gall to invade this country, it would not be started in the Southeast. No, they're there. Well, for one, it wouldn't logistically, if it was Russia or China or even North Korea, it wouldn't make sense to hit the Eastern seaboard. Because they're so close to the western seaport. They would, like, you could literally swim. And it was done. (laughs) It was done. (laughs) Two Russian defectors, or two Russian citizens that did not want to get constricted, swam to fucking Alaska. (laughs) They they said, fuck it, and yeeted themselves into the ocean and swam (laughs) for it. It can be done. Yeah. <laughs> so for Russia it would, and China, it would make more sense just to be like, oh, what up, California? But, yeah, I mean, yeah. So logistically speaking, yes. West Coast, 10 times out of 10 is where it's going to start at. <coughs> but even if it were to happen on the East, East Coast, it would happen in the Northeast. I don't know. Vermont's got guns, man. <laughs> they get... Look. Maine and Vermont have had constitutional carry for a while. We just got it. <laughs> they got guns up there, man. I'm just saying, like... Just because New York City don't, doesn't mean Maine and Vermont <laughs> can't hold their own. Like, it would not... Ha- and, and the biggest reason why is because as dumb as most people are down here in the South, they're pretty fucking resourceful. Well, I mean, you got Billy Bob, right? Like, Billy Bob ain't going to be out there sharpening fucking punji steaks. He's going to get his fucking backhoe, dig that fucking hole, and get six or seven of his 30 fucking pitchforks and rakes that he has and just stick those down in the bottom of the pit. Yeah, and then you got the old killdozer. Yep. 
And but here's my, my my thing back to the tiger thing. Like I think I could get it in the hole, but could I keep it in the hole? Is <laughs> the question. You just got to dig the hole deep enough that it can't climb out. Yeah, that's 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 the move. Because man, if it ever gets out, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm fucked. Because <laughs> man, th- let me tell you what I can't outrun: <laughs> a fucking tiger. <laughs> Oh, like no joke, my! <laughs> I would be af- I would be afraid to leave my own house after I got done because I'd be afraid that I forgot where I buried something. That's why I'm not going to booby trap my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I will rely on my marksmanship because I will fuck around and step on some shit and be like, man, I wish I had remembered I'd have put that there. Like I would have to fucking. I I would have to fucking cut a roof hatch into my fucking roof and run a fucking zip line from my roof to my neighbor's house across the street. Yeah, because, man, getting out of that yard is going to be a pain in the ass. (laughs) But I don't know. I just... Man, Billy Bob. (laughs) Man, rednecks are just fucking... Like assholes. Yeah, like I said, we are fucking resourceful down here. And the sad part is, is like, you would you would think, okay, if you invaded America, you would think, okay, I've got to deal with the American military. Now, no, <laughs> no, you got to deal with a redneck and cut off flannels wearing overalls with a bolt action rifle he got from his grandpa. <laughs> Who has probably killed more deer with that than you've ever killed anything in your life? Who's probably looking at you from his porch, going, "You got a pretty mouth." <laughs> He's probably <laughs> sitting there drinking a Bud Light, going, "Hey, Jed, you think I can hit him from here?" <laughs> <laughs> got a case of Bud Light? Says you can't. <laughs> your own motherfucker. <laughs> that that's. That's what you get to deal with in the South. Yes. I have made more bets while holding a gun than I care to admit. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... The only downside to it is I'd say probably at least 7 out of 10 of those rednecks don't know how to properly service their weapons. It doesn't matter if it always goes bang. Yeah, but that's the problem. If you ain't cleaning it properly, or if you're using fucking WD-40 for lubricant. Don't do that. It ain't going to go bang. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't ever do that. But, yeah, it's... But I I I can see Putin, you know, just dropping the hate on the on Ukraine. Here's the thing. Would he drop it on Chernobyl? <coughs> well, that would be fucking stupid. Because Chernobyl has already been fucked. And Chernobyl is really close to Russia. I feel like if he was going to do it, he would want to do it further away from his border and maybe not 100 megaton. Like maybe two. So no no Zar bomb? No, no Zar Bomba. Um <laughs> probably something smaller, like a tactical, like around two megatons. And even still, like 
I think, honestly, if he did it, he would aim for the least populated area. Just as, like, a show of force. Like, I will do this again. And next time, there will be people there. See, I think he's just crazy enough that the first one's going right into the fucking capital. Kiev? Yeah. Yeah, not Kiev. Yeah, it's Kiev. And you know why it's Kiev? Because it used to be Russian. All of Ukraine used to be Russia. Yeah. That's why a lot of their shit sounds so fucking Russian. Because it was. Well, Eastern European. Man, half of Germany used to be Russia. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a thing. Like, at one point, half of Germany was Russia. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But I think it would do it. Um, I don't think, I really don't think America or any NATO country would respond. For the same, because I don't think I think America would respond just because you know, they got to be the fucking world police. But here's my thing: is like it's not our problem. It's never, yeah to me and you. It's not our problem. It's it's never been our problem. But to the people controlling the fucking switches right now, everyone but America is our problem. See, I just I like the old isolationist policy. You know, if you ain't fucking with us, we ain't fucking with you. That's how we need to be operating, and we need to stop with this whole sending billions upon billions of taxpayer dollars to other fucking countries. Uh, I'd also like to point out that OPEC and all of the uh, you know oil cartel countries have sided with Russia. So, basically, what that means is gas prices in America are about to shoot through the fucking roof. Because OPEC is giving them the green light to sell their fucking oil to whomever they want to. And then the, we're going to be getting third, we're going to be, we're going to be getting middlemaned. Yep. China's going to be selling it back to us at a huge markup. Yep. So that's why gas went back from let's see, I put gas in my car today. It was three twenty nine a gallon. It's already back up to three twenty nine. Yep. When I was on my way back from the airport in Atlanta, I found a place way out in the middle of fucking nowhere that was three oh nine a gallon. When I went three days earlier on my way to the airport in Atlanta. That little uh, community that you go through where the uh, paper mill is right before you get into Rome? Yeah. It was like two ninety eight and two ninety nine out there. Yep. And it's about to go back up. If they're not already back over three fifteen a gallon, I would be surprised. And <coughs> Well, that's the thing. It was like three nineteen down in Fort Payne. Yeah. When I was on my way to the airport, when I saw it out there in Georgia for two ninety eight, two ninety nine, yeah, uh, it was three twenty nine in Sylvania today. Jesus! So we're headed back towards four dollars a gallon again. Yep. So that's what we get to look forward to because uh, 
we can't just leave people alone because you know that would just be too easy and oh you know the other thing you know the electric vehicle situation you know the fact that we can't afford them or that we can't charge them or that they don't work or that these dumbass motherfuckers haven't realized that hey guess what you still need fossil fuels to run electric vehicles mm-hmm. yeah um what's charging your electric vehicle electricity um what runs the substation fossil fuels you ever seen a lithium mine oh uh, yes i have that's have you seen all the fucking fossil fuel fools fossil fuels used to, to, mine, to, mine to, to mine lithium yeah i've seen it there's excavators everywhere yeah just so they can make yeah. the battery for your electric car your green energy mm-hmm. isn't as green as you think it is but no uh what i was talking about them not working um i read an article recently about a guy who dropped like a hundred and seventeen thousand dollars on the new hummer ev <laughs> fucking wise hummer making an electric vehicle who knows but uh yeah guy dropped like 117 grand on one hadn't had it but maybe just a couple of weeks like i think it had less than less than 200 miles on it like it was brand fucking new crapped out didn't it just completely shut down on his ass in the middle of the fucking road yeah and he could not get it started back up like Literally had to go through an entire fucking reboot process. Had to control out delete that motherfucker. And see that's I don't know why you'd buy an electric Humvee. There are there are just certain truths that exist in the world. Um one of them is Humvees don't get miles per gallon, they get feet per gallons. Yeah. That's just that's just the truth. That's just how it works. Notoriously shit gas mileage. Uh, the only people that drive Humvees are, uh, you know, specialists and rich people. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's about it. If, if you're driving a Humvee, you're either in the military or you make north of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. And you can afford to fill that bastard up. Yeah, that's those are the those are the only two types of people driving Humvees. I would love to have one. Can't fucking afford it. I can barely afford the five point three liter V eight that I have now. Yeah. So yeah, I won't be having a Humvee. Nope, not even an electric one. I damn, I don't want an electric car, <laughs> dude. I know how easy it is to hack shit. <laughs> I'll be damned if I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden a fucking thing pops up on the screen and says, ha ha, I stole your brakes. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it for tonight. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. Um, well, uh, say your prayers and eat your vitamins, kitties. Mm-hmm. Stick your head between your knees and kiss your ass goodbye. Eh. Oh, no, that's what you do in an earthquake. Oh, we've had a good run, though. Yeah, we did. We we sure did. And who knows? 
maybe we'll be that voice of freedom that you hear. You okay, you ever watched a, a television show and been like, man, this really should have ended after a season, whatever. You mean kind of like the Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> yeah, like like you know, like man, this should have ended a long time ago. Like after the second movie. Yeah, I feel like that's like the Earth. Like you know, we're on like season twenty, and it should have ended in like season five. We are. We should have ended in season twenty twelve, like the Mayans predicted. <laughs> And I think, like, that was supposed to happen. But then the aliens were like, well, well, well let's see what they do. And then like, We're going to renew this for a couple more seasons. And then we didn't have any more scripts, and the writers had already fucked off and went home. <laughs> and now we're just doing repeats. Like, oh, we haven't done a world war in a while. Here you go. <sighs> we haven't had a world-ending plague in a little bit. Like, oh, they do those every hundred years or so. So here's your plague, and... Usually following a plague, there's usually a world war, so fucking here you go, and then after that, a superpower is born. Well, guess what? We already had our turn. Yep. That means it's somebody else's turn. And uh, you don't want to see a world where we're not the superpower, because the other guy might not be as nice. (laughs) Let's be honest, we weren't that fucking nice. I think Iraq might be the next superpower. Shit fucking no. They would not be the next superpower. <laughs> like That would be the plot twist. They, no, it would be something way more off the wall than that, like Belize or something. <laughs> Myan- <laughs> Myanmar. Something way off the wall. Fucking Venezuela has a bounce back. I don't know. <laughs> But it wouldn't be fucking Iraq. Trinidad, Tobago. Yeah, Trinidad, Tobago. <laughs> Can't play hockey for shit, but they are now the new superpower. Oh, my God. Jamaica. Jamaica. I'm, you know, I'm, I would not be mad at a Jamaican superpower. I would not either because I feel like I feel like Jamaica is the most libertarian country ever. <laughs> like, they just want to leave people alone. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 Saint Croix, yeah, 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 yeah. The Isle of Saint Croix. Yeah, I take anything over communist China. Yeah. Well, maybe not anything. Nazi Germany sucked pretty bad. I would take Japan as a superpower, but only if it was feudal Japan. <laughs> Bring back the samurai. Yeah, I could dig the samurai. Like, there's nothing wrong with the bushido, huh? I'm cool with that. Yeah, Top knots and fucking samurai swords for everybody. And kimonos. I don't really want to wear one of those. You got to rock the kimono, man. They, they got those weird-ass fucking wooden sandals. I wasn't a big fan of those either. That must have been a motherfucker to walk in. The demon masks. Now, that was cool. <laughs> now, I think they were supposed to look... I think they call them oni. That's what they call their demons. Uh, same thing. Why I know that, I don't know. Same thing. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm down with the top knots and samurai swords. I mean, Fuck it. Let's do it. I need a bladesmith to make me a really badass katana. I'm going Tom Cruise. And <laughs> <laughs> the last samurai. I will be the last samurai in fucking World War Three. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, shit. We're going to leave it there. Again, a big shout-out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talk, and I am Daniel Sanders. And I am Matt Laffer. Thanks for listening, everybody.